Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No one's shooting a hostage. That's proverbial. That's not literal, but much more figurative. It's a metaphor, if you will, Mike Tomlin. Oh, that was catastrophic, really. Fat and sassy and spoiled. Do we have sports fans in the country who are fat and sassy and spoiled? We want them to be fat and sassy and spoiled. I don't know. It is our job. It it might be your job, but certainly Steelers fans are not that right now. In fact, we get to this point where, once again, the Steelers are on the cusp of a playoff spot, though they do not control their own path to the postseason. And even as Mike Tomlin has guided the Steelers to yet another season in which they will not have a losing record. In fact, could end up with the 10 wins, right? So the Bengals are officially eliminated from the playoffs. They did that happen with their loss to the Chiefs on Sunday. As I say, Steelers need help, but they do have the possibility of a 10-win season. They could end up 10-7. and But as some Steelers fans have informed me, Just because Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season doesn't mean he should remain the coach or doesn't mean that it's successful. I don't know. I can look around the NFL and think about all the other teams out there who would be thrilled just to be in position the way that the Steelers have been with these, what is it now, 16 consecutive seasons, which they haven't had a losing record. But a 10-win season is nothing to sneeze at. Those are not something I think that you can turn your nose up at if that's where the Steelers finish up, taking care of their own business. 17 is what Jay informs me. So I think Mike Tomlin, and we did hear the reports a couple of weeks ago that he'd been offered a contract extension by the Rooney family. But I think Mike Tomlin's deserved, or he's he's earned the right, and he does deserve the chance to determine his own exit, barring any crazy unforeseen circumstances like poor decisions that reflect badly on the team, or that just that's not Mike Tomlin. He's as professional as they come. But to sneeze at or turn your nose up at a 10-win season and still being part of the playoff equation into week 18 to me is silly. 
again, I understand the expectations are high for the Steelers. But you got to be in the playoffs to have a chance to win a Super Bowl. And here they are yet again. Could end up with a three-game winning streak. And this is despite an injured quarterback who may or may not be available to play next weekend, but won't be starting anyway. We'll get to that coming up on QB News in 15 minutes. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Producer Jay and I are finally back together. It seems like forever. Uh, He still has not given me any Christmas gift, which, you know, is unacceptable in this business. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, I have a good one. It's worth the wait. I am so teasing. I don't care if you give me a Christmas gift. In fact, I, I mean, I did get a few really cool Christmas gifts from mom and her husband and and a couple of others from my nieces and my brother's family uh, got a couple of nice gifts from Bob. But if you missed it, producer Jay, I opened up a gift on Christmas morning from my new husband and had no idea why he would give me this. In fact, I, I couldn't, I was a bit flummoxed by the whole thing. Does he not really know me at all? Would you like to guess? You'll never guess because it's not something that you would ever give me or that anyone would ever give me. Hmm. Is it like something you use daily? Something? It's something you, you use never. Hmm. <laughs> it like, would, it, would it be intended to be used daily? Is no. It a... Well, I, it, I, if you're a seven-year-old girl, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Is it like a stuffed animal? Oh, no, I love those. Yeah, I knew, I knew In fact, that. he hmm. gave my mom a stuffed Squishmallow hippo wow. for Christmas. That's a good one. And, yeah, it's really cute. She, her hand of the hippo, a Squishmallow, she's purple, which was purple for our wedding. But also the fact that my mom loves hippos and the whole hippopotamus for Christmas and loves stuffed animals. I get it from her. So I do have a few stuffed animals that I adore, and he knows that, that they will remain on the bed and <laughs> on the spare bed. But so that's not what he got me. He got my mom that. So I opened up the box, and he was so excited for me to open up this box. You thought it was a can't miss. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. But my reaction, he had to tell me why. <laughs> So, okay, you ready for this? Yeah. I did tell the story last week, but I know our audience is very different, plus you weren't around, which is why I have not told the wedding weekend story yet. Top 10 moments from wedding weekend. We have to do that before the week is over. Uh, Here's what I opened up the box and saw. A Barbie doll. A A Barbie doll? I swear, it was a Barbie. But do you want to know which Barbie it is? Of course. See, now, you're, you're smarter than me. You'll figure it out. But I didn't see that right away. I just, I saw Barbie and thought, what? It's kayaking Barbie. <laughs> Did you know there's a kayaking I, Barbie? I she does it all. Actually, I might give you a kayaking Barbie since you love kayaking. I'll take it with me. Yeah, I do a lot of kayaking whenever I can. In fact, I think I went four or five times this year, this summer with friends and uh, once out on uh, Long Island, once in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, uh, once in my own area in western New Jersey, uh, went up in the mountains and went kayaking. So I did, in fact, we went kayaking on our mini moon as well uh, on Lake Conroe in Texas. So I love to kayak, but didn't see right away that there was a kayak with the Barbie, only just saw Barbie and thought, what? <laughs> Am I supposed to Why play is with he this? giving me a Barbie? <laughs> But right away he said, 
that's what do you say? It's oh, it's a sign or it's a promise. It's a promise of things to come in the spring. And then said to me, you'll get a real one in the spring. Uh, That's your Christmas present. That's awesome. No, it's very awesome. And once I got it, I was thrilled. (laughs) But if you open it and you're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) thanks. You shouldn't have. Right. So anyway, uh, that was kind of a funny moment. Uh, My mom got a really cool stuffed animal and I got a Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) I could see the confusion at first. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember on our last video version of Ask Amy Anything right before the year was done, of course, we answered wedding questions, pre-wedding questions, but we also answered some holiday questions. And you asked me from one listener, what am I getting Bob for Christmas? Correct. Right. So my answer was a bicycle, which I will be getting him again, also in the spring, since both of us want these pieces of equipment for outdoor activities. But I also gave him, are you ready for this? This is the gift that I couldn't tell you about in the video because I didn't want Bob to mm-hmm. be to be cheating and finding out. Because we have big plans to hike and because he's big into hiking, I gave him spikes to put on oh. his, his hiking shoes. Because last year when I hiked the Grand Canyon with my friend Casey, we had to have spikes because the first mile was over snow and ice. And this is in April, right? In mid-April. So we're planning on doing some hiking in the Northeast and... It felt like he would need some spikes for his hiking boots. That's perfect. Mm. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but his oldest son got him these really fancy hiking poles. Oh, you told me that. I think off air. For for Christmas. So now he is ready to go. Poles? Spikes? Yeah. Now you get to the, you hike to a lake and start kayaking. You're ready to rock. <laughs> Probably not the winter time. Let's, do, <laughs> let's not do that. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number is 855-212-4227-4CBS uh, is how you can reach us here on the network as this is the first week of year 12 on CBS Sports Radio. And I was talking about it. My mom asked me how many people are left from the inception of the network, a fledgling radio network that went on the air January 1st, 2013. And I was thinking about it. Now we had some part-timers who are now full-timers. So if you count those, we're uh, half a dozen, maybe. I'm the only original host who's been here the whole time. So Maggie, who Maggie Gray, who is part of Maggie and Perloff, the show that follows me here on CBS Sports Radio. She was doing a Saturday morning show, but then she left and worked in local radio for a bunch of years before she and Perloff teamed up to do a show, I guess now starting two plus years ago. So Maggie was here, but then she was gone. Uh, so she hasn't been here the whole time. Pete, who works on Maggie and Perloff, he's been part of the network as a producer and a technical director and now is a part-time manager as well. So Pete has been part of the network the whole time. We have a couple of producers like Mike Samter. You may know him from the afternoon show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, a lot of the producers also will crack the mic now and then. Andrew Bogish has been here since the beginning. He does updates. I'm not sure if he's back this morning. In fact, I have no idea who worked over the holidays and who didn't because I was gone for quite a while. I was actually gone from the area for 18 days. Uh, So Andrew Bogish and then Rich Ackerman, for those of you who listen middays 
or even early afternoons on CBS Sports Radio. He also does updates and, and has done some hosting on the weekends. Who else? Tom DeCelestino was a part-timer with me on the weekends when I started, and he's now a producer during, well, he produces writer, writer than you. So there's another one. Billy was a part-timer when the network started, I think. Maybe Anthony, who's also a part-timer when the network started. These are guys that work behind the scenes. David Shepard, who hosts on the weekends, was here and then left and came back. But he was also here at the beginning, though, not the whole time. Gosh, there's not very many of us. Other than Jim Rome, who is really in a stratosphere all by himself, uh, we don't generally count Jim Rome when we're Jim Rome when we're doing head counts, just because again, he's a an entity in and of himself. But for the rest of us here, I mean, I think we're talking about six, maybe seven that are left from January 1st, 2013. And I'm the only original host other than Jim. Again, Jim just does what Jim wants to do. Man, think about the various iterations and changes here on the network since then. We had a newsroom. Now we have no newsroom. We used to have chairs. Now we have a chair graveyard. Oh, here's the thing, though. The computers are still the same. Those haven't changed. (laughs) Those haven't changed. And probably won't. We were promised our own studio. Nope, still working out of the same studio. Gosh. A kid, because I can. Uh, my congratulations to the other colleagues and coworkers who have shared this space over the last 11 plus years now. Whether they're here anymore or they're gone. Whether they were weekends or they were part-timers and now they're not. Whether they started here and then left uh, all played very vital roles in not just the network carving out its own niche, but establishing itself. And then, of course, our corporate partner is Westwood One, which we really appreciate. Uh, a lot of different sponsors and business partners, people behind the scenes, uh, not just producers, but also programming. So one of our bosses has been here since the beginning. Or He's not my boss, but he is a manager. Um, And then the two bosses who hired me, I always take an opportunity every year about this time to thank the two guys who not only came after me and pursued me uh, when I was working at a previous network and let me know that they really wanted me to be here and to help kick off CBS Sports Radio, Uh, But they also encouraged me to be who I am. They didn't want to change me. They didn't want me to sound more like the guys in the business. They didn't tell me to do anything but be exactly who I am and to be comfortable and confident in who I am as a host. And it wasn't long before colleagues of mine in my previous network would reach out to me and after hearing me on the radio would say, wow, you sound so much more confident and comfortable. You just sound like you're comfortable in your own skin. And that was because of Mark Chernoff and Eric Spitz, who are still in the business, just in different roles. Uh, Eric is with SiriusXM, and Mark is now consulting. He's now in the Hall of Fame, actually, the Radio Hall of Fame, but consulting and doing some on-air shifts in the music realm because that's his background, and he really enjoys it. So... I miss them tremendously almost every day here in the office, but I will forever be grateful to them for not only giving me this opportunity, but giving me a soft place to land when I took 
the best leap of faith and made the best move of my career to join this startup network on January 1st, 2013. And it was scary because I picked up my entire life and started over in a place where I never wanted to be. New York City was never on my radar. As a girl who grew up in New England, I was familiar with New York. I'd spent plenty of time in New York, but never had any desire to to work here. And while we're not a New York station, we're a national network. In fact, we're an international network. Um, and we only rarely have New York as part of our listening audience. I know some people who are in the New York metro uh, will listen on a New Jersey station or a Connecticut station. Um, and many of you also listen with apps or on SiriusXM. So I'm not saying we don't have listeners from the New York metro, but only that that's not our focus. We share studios here in lower Manhattan with our New York affiliate WFAN, uh, but we're we're a national slash international network. So I never wanted to navigate the whole New York City commute and all that jazz. But gosh, now I know I can if I can drive in this city, I can drive anywhere. Uh, in fact, between navigating New York City for 11 plus years and all the craziness that comes with driving in this city and driving on the other side of the road, with a stick shift on the other side of the car in Ireland, I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> there is no vehicle and nowhere I can't drive that vehicle. I'm telling you, that was the weirdest experience of all time. Driving through, you want to talk about maddening traffic in Dublin? Scary as heck. And not only was I driving on the other side of the road, so all of the patterns, like the way you look when you're turning and just all of that, it's the perspective is so different when you're driving on the outside, right? You're I would turn right into <laughs> oncoming traffic, no doubt about it. No doubt. So, yeah, you're driving on the right side of the, of the road, so you're driving in the right lane. Um, go Well, whatever. It, it depends on your perspective, right? But you're driving, not only are you driving on the other side of the road, but you're driving uh, in on the other side of the car. So you're on the right side of the car, but where you're driving, I guess you're actually driving in the left-hand lane uh, going forward, whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, but you're in, you're in the middle of the road, right, when you're driving, which is, which is crazy. Um, you're just not used to that a lot of times. Or at least I'm not because I usually drive in the left-hand lane as a passing lane. It's just, it's very weird, but it was so much fun to get used to that. And so between that and New York, there isn't any place I won't drive. I did not explain that well. Just, just, you drive on the other side of the road and on the opposite side of the car. So when you're shifting, you're shifting with your left hand. Now for lefties, that's no big deal. But for me, it oh my was, gosh. yeah, no, I was driving a stick shift in Ireland and I was doing it. Yeah. Shifting with my left hand. That's Insane thinking yeah. about it, like just trying to do that without right. ever having to. So, the driver's side is on the right side of the car. Yeah. Does that make more sense? I right. didn't do a great job explaining it before. The driver's side is on the right side of the car. Yeah. But you're, when you're going on a, when you're driving on a two lane road, you're going forward on the left side. Mm -hmm. So, that means the driver's side is actually in the middle of the road. Right. Does that there make better is. sense? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> For those of you who are Irish or you're from the UK or you've spent time there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was surreal. Now, try and do that in New York. No, thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the way some people drive around here, I feel like they are. So. Yeah, probably are. Not to mention uh, you frequently smell weed or pot emanating from vehicles. I don't think all I over. smell air. Yeah, anymore. that's true. Oh, it's so gross. All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, coming up some QB news. And then back half of the hour, 
Detroit head coach Dan Campbell has turned a corner. He is, well, he's angry, but his fury is controlled, whatever that means. Uh, We'll hear from him, too. Oh, good stuff. Enjoy the sunlight. I know it's at night, but you know what I mean. I know it's at night, but... It's after hours with it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw, and it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it! Touchdown, LA! Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it! Touchdown! Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught! Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown! Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. In Pittsburgh, there is still a chance that the Steelers make the playoffs. And right now... Seems as though Mike Tomlin is most comfortable with a different quarterback than the one who started the season. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Of course, we knew that second round or second year quarterback, first round pick, second year quarterback Kenny Pickett uh, was dealing with 
surgery on his ankle, and it was going to be touch and go through the end of the regular season. As it turns out, he's about to get back on the field. I think Kitty's availability is less in question this week. I anticipate him being available to practice. Uh, That being said, um, we're going to leave the ball in Mason Rudolph's hands. Um, He's done a good job, and we've done a good job in the most uh, recent two weeks. Like I mentioned when we inserted him, um, he's got a great deal of confidence in himself, and it is real. Um, I think it's contagious. Um, He's aggressive uh, in style of play, Um, and and I think that's helpful, particularly when you're up against it. Um, The calculated risk-taking associated with the pursuit of victory is important. (laughs) I like how he says he's confident and it is real. (laughs) It's like a Seinfeld sketch. They're real and spectacular. Uh, So Mason Rudolph replaced Mitch Trubisky going back to week 15. Now, that was a loss against the Colts. But then he took over the starting job against the Bengals. And now the Steelers' offense actually looks like it can move the ball. And you would even call it productive the last couple weeks. 32 points on average. And more than 430 yards of offense per game. Now, it's a smaller sample size, but you can understand why Mike Tomlin is anxious to stick with the hot hand in Mason Rudolph against the Seahawks, which was a victory the Steelers had to have to stay alive for the playoffs. He was 18 of 24, 274 yards, no interceptions. And so Mike Tomlin is saying right now, we got to dance with the one who got us here. And if they can win against Baltimore on Sunday, now we don't know what type of strategy the Ravens will employ with their starters, but if the Steelers beat Baltimore... The road becomes, did I say Sunday? It's actually a Saturday game. Uh, becomes decidedly easier, though they do still need help from other teams. Right now, they're sitting in the nine spot. What does this mean for Kenny Pickett? That's the question for Mike Tomlin moving forward. I know Kenny is very capable, and particularly as it pertains to this matchup, um, Kenny has led us to victory uh, late in the game the last two times we played Baltimore. And so we feel like we got two capable guys. Uh, we'll proceed into the week the same way that we did last week, but just knowing uh, that his availability is less in question. So it's not about health, is what Mike Tomlin is saying. And yes, the Steelers this weekend taking on the Baltimore Ravens, who've already clinched the top seed and have the best record in the NFL. It's like reality television. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. A little QB news to even whet your appetite before we go into the final weekend of the NFL regular season. Uh, Lots of questions surrounding the AFC South, which we'll talk about here momentarily because you've got the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Texans all sitting at 9-7. and Jaguars trying to defend their division crown, but will they have Trevor Lawrence available on Sunday? He is progressing. Um, uh, He was in today getting his his treatment and rehab, all that. We'll see. He's kind of day-to-day right now, so we'll see how he is on Wednesday. Uh, see, um, you know, uh, what his limitations or whatever it might be. But uh, he is definitely, um, you know, improving. He does have a sprained shoulder muscle or sprained AC joint. And so he wasn't able to play against Carolina. C.J. Beathard actually led the Jaguars to victory against the Panthers. Now, becomes decidedly more challenging without Trevor Lawrence in Week 18. 
uh, just simply because of the fact that, you know, they still, while they've had back-to-back winning seasons for the first time uh, in, gosh, nearly 20 years, they have to beat the Titans coming up this weekend. So they have to win to claim another AFC South title. And so you're much more comfortable with Trevor Lawrence out there. Not that CJ isn't an NFL veteran, uh, but Trevor Lawrence gives you the best chance to win when healthy. The same could be said for the leaders of the NFC South. If the Buccaneers can win in week 18, they are the champions, repeat champions of the division. So Baker Mayfield, they love them already Hello. there in Tampa Bay or Tampa. And uh, Todd Bowles was also fielding questions about the status of his quarterback for week 18. He'll be ready to go on Sunday. Short and sweet. Succinct, if you will. Yeah, right now, he he took a pop to the rib, so he's sore. But according to Todd Bowles, uh, he is ready to go for week 18, or he will be ready to go. Uh, Yeah, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, gave him a nice little pop in the ribs. So the two-point conversion try was late, and the Buccaneers did not play well. The offense was very disjointed in week 17. I sucked today. We sucked today. It was awful. Yeah, and he was wincing in pain just when his teammates were hugging him. He didn't leave the game, um, but he was kneeling down. Maybe try to catch his breath because of the pain, uh, and he really was moving gingerly like an old man, if you will, during the post-game Uh, locker room media availability. But according to Todd Bowles, he will be out there. Now, here's the thing. If the the Baker Mayfield Buccaneers can beat the Panthers in Week 18, they are the champions of the NFC South. It's must win for them. If they do not win, well, then the winner of the Saints... Don't don't tell me. Saints-Falcons game ends up as the champions of the... NFC South. How about that? One of those teams is going to end up in the playoffs. Right now, they're the Bucks and the Saints are eight and eight. The Falcons are seven and nine. And this could be right before Arthur Smith gets fired. That's really the the rumor out there that the Atlanta head coach isn't going to survive another year. And I'm not. I, I don't. It's not all on him. It's not that simple. But it feels very stagnant there in Atlanta yet again. So yeah, the NFC South and the AFC South can still be won by three different teams. How about that? And there's just the one playoff position available in each of those divisions. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, speaking of being out of the playoff picture, looking in, because, of course, um, the majority of those teams we just talked about will be, the Broncos have seen their playoff drought extended, right? So it'll be eight years, not since Super Bowl 50, which they won with Peyton Manning and DeMarcus Ware, now Hall of Famers. I mean, that's how long it's been. Those two guys are now in the Hall of Fame for multiple years. Broncos did not have a losing season. In fact, have a chance to be a winning team if they can finish with a victory and go 9-8. and eight. But it will not be Russell Wilson at the helm. Uh, Sean Payton confirming on... Monday that Jared Stidham will remain the starting quarterback. Now, they they beat the Chargers over the weekend. It, it's not like the offense was great, but Jared didn't turn the ball over. So congratulations to him. He's now going to W next to his name. Uh, but the question was asked of Sean Payton whether or not this is Jared's audition for 2024. We're constantly evaluating how they play. And then it would it would definitely carry over to how we feel about next year relative to their role um but but the answer would be yes i mean i think these are important snaps and games for him 
In other words, we're not telling you a darn thing. You're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. It's weird, though, because part of the quarterback equation is not just the devil you know, but the devil you don't know is how I put it. If you don't have Russell Wilson, and I'm not sure if they're going to find a trade partner, I think that's highly unlikely. This reminds me again of the Derek Carr situation last year with the Raiders, although he had a no-trade clause and didn't want to waive it. He wanted to pick his next destination. Well, in the case of... Russell Wilson, the Broncos would love to trade him because then, theoretically, they wouldn't be picking up all of that salary or the cap hit wouldn't be nearly as significant. But there isn't a team who's going to want to take on that contract. Even if they want Russell Wilson, they don't want that contract. And so instead, he's likely to get released in early March, if not before. Well, the whole thing is crazy because All right, I get it. Russ hasn't been the guy they paid for, but the free agent crop is, eh, it's meh. Are the Broncos drafting high enough to get one of the top quarterbacks in the first round? Probably not, unless they move up. So Jarrett Stidham, that's how you end your playoff drought? If you haven't heard it, Russell Wilson essentially put the team on blast going back to last Friday. The microphones were in front of his face. After the news broke that he got benched on Wednesday, he told his side of the story. He confirmed the reports out there about what the Broncos asked him to do. They came up to me during the uh, bye week and began the bye week on Monday or Tuesday. And they told me that uh, if I didn't change my contract, my injury guaranteed that I'd be, uh, you know, that I'd, I'd be benched for the rest of the year. And uh, for I don't know, I think we had nine games left or so. Uh, I was definitely disappointed about it, and uh, it was a process throughout the whole week, um, for a whole bye week. And um, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, we, we just came off beating the Chiefs, played a pretty good game against the Chiefs. We just came off of that, so I was excited, obviously, for us fighting for the playoffs and get on a hot streak. And um, you know, and then uh, you know, NFLPA and NFL got involved or whatever. I think, but at some point. As the reports go, he was so taken aback after the big victory over the Chiefs. Not only was he not going to accept uh, renegotiation to his contract or you know, change his injury guarantees, but he couldn't believe the team was asking him and actually threatening to bench him at that point in the season. Of course, the Broncos go on to win five in a row in six of seven, uh, which meant that they were right there in the playoff picture. Ultimately, they don't make it even if they end up with a winning record. Um, But for the front office and for Sean Payton, what they most wanted to do was protect him, meaning they didn't want him to get injured. Right, so it's it's always about the bottom line. But I said this last week, and I'll say it again. If what you're trying to do is end a playoff drought, finish the season with a winning record, put your team back on the right path, After, you know, a few years, well, it's been eight years now of just emptiness. Then undermining your quarterback by threatening to bench him is a counterproductive strategy. How in the world does that help your quarterback? If you threaten to bench him in the first half of the season for no other reason than you don't like the contract you gave him. You gave him the contract. You signed the contract. He signed the contract. So you're going to threaten to bench him because he won't change the contract that you gave him? How often do we hear football fans say, oh, that athlete signed the contract. He should have to play under it. Well, in this case, the Broncos gave Russell Wilson that contract. And 
Until he's no longer one of their employees, they should have to abide by it. To ask him to change a contract that you agreed to in the middle of the season or he's going to get benched is just, it's ridiculous. And I'm glad the Broncos got outed. I'm glad that Russell Wilson and reporters told the world what they were doing. Talk about completely undermining and sabotaging your own QB. All right, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Good to hang out with you. Uh, Coming up, the Miami Dolphins find themselves in a fight for the AFC East. And uh, again, with the two South divisions, it's a little nutso. But not just that, the Packers are in exactly the same position as they were a year ago, which is ironic to me. We'll set you up. Just a little bit of preliminary setup for week 18. But in addition, Dan Campbell's got a new perspective. It's called controlled fury. I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. You. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Goff takes turns, fakes the give to Montgomery, sets the pocket, throws, ends on wide open. It is caught. Taylor Decker, two points. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson. Oh, baby. Jared Goff to Taylor Decker. The Lions have the lead. What a play. What a playbook. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Nothing wrong with the play necessarily. We love Dan Miller here on CBS Sports Radio. The play-by-play voice of the Detroit Lions losing his mind over what was, theoretically, 
a successful two-point conversion against the Dallas Cowboys. They decide not to go for the PAT and the tie instead wanting to go for the win. And on the first attempt, well, they get in. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Taylor Decker, an offensive lineman, was supposed to tell the official that he was an eligible receiver. He was supposed to report as an eligible receiver. Why do they do that? Well, because the NFL mandates that if you're an offensive lineman, and generally you don't get to receive the football. That's why we get all excited about big man touchdowns. You have to report because it's only fair to the defense. If the defense doesn't know that you're an eligible receiver, well, the defense isn't likely to guard against you receiving a pass. So the NFL rules stipulate that if you are going to be eligible, you have to report, and the officials then communicate that to the opposing defense. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Now the confusion comes in because, as you've seen on video, there are multiple Offensive linemen that go over to the officials. The the Lions say that they only had Decker report. Well, and you can only have one guy uh, report as eligible if he's not uh, an actual receiver. And so the Lions say that Decker reported. The official, though, thought it was his teammate who reported. I've heard a lot of different analysis of this moment. Obviously, Dan Campbell thinks that the officials got it wrong. That particular officiating crew actually missed a tripping call that the NFL flagged on the the Dallas drive before. So they charged Dallas with the penalty instead of Detroit. So there were multiple mistakes. In this case, though, according to former head of officials, Dean Blandino, this is a joint effort, or it should be a joint effort when it comes to making sure that everybody's on the same page about the eligible receiver. When 70 is coming out as if he's going to report, then Brad Allen is assuming, okay, 70, you're reporting. He's got 58 and 68 in front of him. Look, responsibility. The players have to, right? Normally that's a swipe. I'm eligible. So there's some responsibility on the players, but there's also responsibility on the referee. It's a two-point try for the game. There's no reason to rush. Slow it down. Make sure, hey, Who's eligible? Who isn't? You go to the defense, you let the defense know, and maybe we could have avoided some of this. So what the officials have, you've got Taylor Decker on the end of the line. That's an eligible position. They throw him a pass. He has to report. Panay Sewell was on the other end of the line. He also has to report. If neither of them report, then you've got an illegal formation. Decker goes downfield. That's ineligible downfield. And then if he catches the pass, that's illegal touching. So they had 70 reporting, not 58 and 68. And that was the issue. Right. So the issue is that however it got lost in translation, it's not like the official did this on uh, purpose, of course. But however it got lost in translation, either he heard the wrong guy reporting or didn't hear anything and just saw the number in front of him. Remember, this is AT&T Stadium. It's really loud. The Lions are trying to go for the win in hostile territory. Something gets lost, like a game of telephone where it gets changed before it gets to its actual target, the actual receiver. And so here's what I've heard from former front office execs. And actually the NFL is now accusing the Lions of being deceitful. By sending two guys over to the official to not only confuse the Cowboys, but to try to pull a fast one before the Cowboys could get organized. 
And so by sending two guys over, and that's what I've heard from some former front office execs, is that it's unheard of to send two guys. Why are you sending two guys over there? Only one guy can report. Now, according to Dan Campbell, he had spoken to the officials ahead of time. Interesting to hear what Mike McCarthy has to say about communicating with the officials ahead of time and letting them know what you're planning to do. I've always been very open and and feel like you, you know, sometimes may tell them too much, you know, and, I, and I've also felt that sometimes you talk about things in the pregame and they end up calling it on your team too. <laughs> so, yeah, be careful what you say because if you call the official's attention to a particular moment or a particular situation, it may end up backfiring. As for Dan Campbell, he's moving on now. I'm good. I woke up yesterday. I'm, I'm ready, man. I've got controlled fury, and uh, I'm ready to go. I am I'm absolutely ready to go. I don't go the other way, So, and the team won't either. Uh, we're on a mission, and uh, we're not going to uh, going to feel sorry for ourselves and wallow in everything. We had plays to make. We didn't make them, and uh, it's a tight game, a good opponent, playoff-type atmosphere, and you got to make that, that one extra play that we didn't, and uh, – so we will use this as fuel. I got pure octane right now. I woke up, I'm ready. <laughs> so we're moving forward. What just happened, man? We were in it. We were in a tight, tight game. We had a chance to win it. We weren't able to. And so now you, you know what that's like. You know what that feels like. And uh, you can't let that opportunity slip, man. You don't know when that play is going to be made. Could be the first quarter, second quarter, uh, right before halftime. So that's why. He also goes on to say the NFL is not out to get anybody. The NFL is not out to get the Lions. Um, Honestly, I feel like if the first two times you get flagged for penalties, just go for the PAT. I mean, maybe that's an indication that this is not your two-point conversion. (laughs) Anyway, and I said this last night, no game ever comes down to one play, one snap, one call, one missed call, one moment. That's, That's far too myopic. There's no way that... These guys can't look at the body of the game, the whole thing, and say, oh, there's a missed opportunity. How about Jared Goff don't throw an interception in the final four minutes of the game that leads to the Cowboys tacking on an extra field goal? Yeah, the Lions and the Cowboys determine this, not the officials. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 